You're listening to The Jim Laird Show on Body IO FM, where health and performance collide with your host, Jim Laird. Hi, and welcome to Jim Laird Radio, GYM. I am your host, Jim Laird, on Body IO FM. I'm really excited because this is really my first uh, my first show, and um, the cool thing about this is that you know I love what I do, and uh, a lot of times uh, being a business owner and working with people and having employees and staff, and not being very gifted at writing, um, I don't get to do a lot of stuff online that I'd like to, and this this gives me a really neat opportunity and an avenue to kind of communicate some of my opinions, um, so that other people can. Uh, can listen and 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 basically you know i throw some ideas out there i want to get people to think and the cool thing about that is is that being a business owner and training people for as long as i have i've seen everything i mean we're dealing with hip replacements knee replacements we're dealing with you know most of the clients that come to me just want to look good and feel good so figuring out what the formula is for that i work with high performance athletes uh you know so getting them healthy enough so they can handle training and building a training base so they can handle training um you know we see everything from iron overload to pcos to hashimotos to people with no gallbladders and uh you know for a long time i've been wanting to do some sort of article online especially for trainers and coaches you know there's kind of this big um thing in the industry that exercise cures everything and that you know if you need to lose more body fat or whatever you need to do you just hit that hit it with a bigger hammer well the thing coaches have to realize i get the majority a good chunk of my business and um a good chunk of my business is people that are training really really hard and not getting the results that they want they're training often uh, they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff and they come to me because they're just burned out and exhausted and they they're they're not getting any results and then i have the other extreme of people who haven't done anything uh those are actually easier people to deal with in my opinion than people that are are working really hard and their hair's on fire um and you know most trainers are you know you need to cut back calories you need to exercise more my perspective on that is you need to get the body healthy and then you need to figure out the right amount of training that's appropriate for that person and that's going to vary from person to person it's going to take some tinkering so I'm very lucky to have uh, a good friend and a client, uh, Carla, with me on the line. And Carla's been dealing with some 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 health issues for the last you know couple years, and she's been training with me for what two or three years now, Carla? Three, four? Yeah, I think two, two. Uh, I believe two. Yeah, and you know Carla uh, was doing some pretty intense exercise before she started with me, and and you know she started working with me, and you know she's seen some improvement, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't this magical thing that all of a sudden she started working with me and things started happening. We've had to tinker with it. So we're going to get into Carla's story, and I think a lot of women and a lot of coaches will be able to learn from this to see you know, what you actually have to do looking under the hood to make sure somebody's healthy enough so they can get results from their training. So Carla, kind of give us a little background about yourself as far as like your athletic background and, and, and what you do for a living. Um, I wasn't an athlete as a kid. I pretty much, you know, I played outside, just did that kind of thing, but I didn't participate in any sports as a, as a kid. So, I mean, I would kind of consider myself just an average, uh, average person. Um, I'm married, have two dogs and, uh, I work for a living. I'm a software developer, so I'm at the computer 
sitting, you know, for most of my day. Um, so. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, and, and that's the thing most coaches don't realize is that, you know, as a gym owner, you, you know, everybody thinks that as a coach, you're going to train a bunch of professional athletes, but you know, the majority of people coming through the door are going to be people that are just like Carla that have jobs and they just want to look good and feel good. Carla, when did you really notice you having some issues uh, as far as your health and how you were feeling? Um, even back into my childhood, I knew I had problems with hypoglycemia. Um, I was never really diagnosed with it, but, um, you know, I would have times depending on what I ate and, you know, I couldn't go too long without eating or my blood sugar would drop. And then it wasn't until college that I was, I was diagnosed with PCOS, uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome. And at that time, pretty much the doctor just, you know, recommended to put me on birth control. And that was it. There was no any, you know, weren't any other kind of recommendations for handling it with diet or lifestyle changes. Yeah. And, and just, just so people know that neither of us are MDs, but basically polycystic ovarian syndrome in a simple form is basically... Uh, the female endocrine system has gone crazy and uh, you have all sorts of blood sugar issues and, and um, uh, everything's out of control, heavy menstrual cycles, you can have acne, you can, and weight gain is a very uh, common side effect. So, so I basically actually a lot of problems too with excess hair, like on right. my face. Yeah, absolutely. That was a, that was one of my symptoms. One of your favorites? <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> So you went to the doctor and he basically never really gave you any kind of um, solution. So did you, you know, obviously you're struggling with weight gain, you're, you're struggling with these things. What did you do? Did you go out and uh, start exercising? Um, in college, I did not exercise that much. And then I guess after college, you know, I'd gained weight through college. And, um, you know, I started out with the typical um, low-fat diet. You know, when I decided, hey, I need to lose some weight here and started out with the low fat diet and just uh, aerobics. You know, I did a lot of uh, videos at home or uh, running on the treadmill type thing. Okay. And and how did that work for you? <laughs> um, it worked well, maybe initially for the first week or two. <laughs> and then I pretty much had to keep, you know, decreasing calories and increasing the cardio I was doing and to, you know, and I was able to lose weight over time, but it just was not a sustainable method of, you know, Correct. sustainable lifestyle for me. So, so what, what happened when that quit working? What, what, uh, what did you do then? Um, well, let's see, I, I've, I did cardio for years and then after that, uh, you know, I thought, well, I'm just not doing the right kind of cardio. So I started doing some more intense training, um, Finally learned a little bit about weightlifting, but um, was really doing probably like five or six days a week. You know, I thought, right. well, you, 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 used to see, you seek some professional help, correct? Oh, yes. With uh, my doctor, you mean? Oh, no, with, with your exercise. So you're actually going to a gym and a coach and right. all that kind of I stuff. Did. Yes, right. So I did switch to, instead of doing stuff on my own with videos at home or whatnot, I did go to a gym. Okay. Yeah. And you, you seeked out some additional medical uh, assistance uh, shortly after that, didn't you? Yes, I did see like kind of more of a functional uh, medical doctor and she helped me try to, you know, get me on a path of let's get off of the birth control and 
get your hormones lined out and help actually change. figure out why your hormones are bent out of shape as opposed to just covering up the symptoms. Right. And about that time, I mean, I started doing a lot more reading on my own, you mm -hmm. know, reading, um, books about health and trying to, you know, I wasn't really one that liked to take medicine. So I just started reading more myself, you know, at her prompting and uh, trying to learn about, you know, polycystic ovarian syndrome and other ways it can be treated. Yeah. And then at, at some point you ran Our Paths Crossed um, and uh, we started interacting. And why don't you describe kind of how that went for you? Well, at that time I was doing the really intense training at the gym, probably five or six days a week. And then I thought I needed to add more. So I started coming to your gym as well one day a week. And I thought, um, I mean, I remember I was really exhausted and I kept thinking, you know, if I have to add more, I just don't know how I can do this. And um wasn't feeling very good, you know, always exhausted, like I said. My cycle was really inconsistent, um, 34 days between or more. Um, and that worried me because I knew, you know, your cycle is really a, a good marker of your health. And um, Yeah, absolutely. And so what, what kind of things did I suggest to you? Uh, because I, you know, obviously with everyone I work with, I'm wanting to know what are they doing away from the gym? What's going on? And, and, uh, I knew you were training really, really hard. Um, and a lot of the stuff that we were doing with you at the time was to get you moving better so you could handle the harder training you were doing because mm -hmm. you had some pretty significant movement inefficiencies that were causing you some problems with the other training you were doing. Uh, what kind of stuff did I tell you that was, uh, that was different from what you'd heard in the past? You were telling me things like I needed to be eating more. Um, I didn't. I was trying. I was trying too hard. I didn't need to be killing myself in the gym. Because I, I mean, ultimately, what was your goal? Your goal wasn't to be like a high performance athlete. Your goal was basically exactly. to look good and feel good, right? Right. Exactly. I just wanted to, you know, look good, feel good, and be able to maintain that without some crazy, right. you know, working out all the time. I wanted to have a life and not be able to go to the gym five or six days a week. But I thought that was the only way. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, that's the unfortunate thing is the majority of the people that come to us think they have to train like a professional athlete to look good and feel good. And it's the furthest thing from the truth. And and they don't understand the amount of work it takes to be a performance beast. And most of the people that are performance beasts are struggling to keep themselves healthy. Uh, most people don't understand that. So um, at what point did you kind of um, decide you're going to make a change? I guess it was around... Um beginning of the year in 2013 I just I knew that the path that I was on I mean I wasn't getting the results I wanted and you know you and I had talked several times after I'd come over to your gym and you know you finally you, you slowly got into my head with the you know you're doing too much you don't need to be you know exercising as much as you are and you need to be eating more and nobody had really ever approached uh, approached it from that angle for me and I thought, well, you know, it doesn't hurt for me to try this way and see if it works, you know. So, so I, I just decided I was going to stop everything else and listen to what you were saying and give you, you know, six months and see where we were. Okay. And so basically, you know, we went to more of a strength bias. Um, you know, we, we worked on getting a little bit stronger. How, how did that affect you mentally going from training as hard as you were to not training as much? Did you feel better at first or... Or did you struggle with that mentally? Did you feel guilty? 
Uh, yes, I felt guilty. There were a lot of days when I would show up to train with you, and I, at the end, you'd say, okay, we're done. And I, I would think, you know, I feel like I should do more. I haven't done enough. And um felt like I still wasn't doing enough to get results. And I was thinking, you know, I don't know if Jim knows what he's doing here. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. It's a, it's a hard sell. And, and you know, giving people the right dose of, of training that they can actually adapt to kind of takes time. And if you have somebody who's metabolically damaged, such as you are, you know, you dig a deep hole, it might take a while to come out of it. And a lot of people aren't patient enough. And, you know, we even tried, you know, we tried to do some the powerlifting team. Um, and, and why don't you talk a little bit about your experience with that and uh, how that worked for you and the adjustments we made after that. Um, I guess I don't remember how long we'd been training together. I don't know if you remember when I did the, we started training for the meet. Um, it was it. something that, you know, I wanted to do. I always, you know, mm-hmm. wanted to get stronger. And I thought that would be, you know, a good goal to work toward. Um, it, it was a little much for me, um, the training. Yeah. And, you know, I felt okay, but I didn't feel great. Yeah training and then I think it was right after the meet um, I kind of hurt you know tweaked my back and that was kind of a setback for me mm-hmm. but actually looking back though you know it was probably something that was actually really beneficial because it, it made you slow down a little bit more and we started yeah. talking a little bit more about you know, mindfulness and slowing down because you were under a ton of stress. And, and, you know, what point did you start taking that part of it serious? I mean, it's still a work in progress, but I'd say, you know, for at least a year now, I I really started working on the stress part and trying to cut back on the hours at work and Mm -hmm. um, just learning to chill out a little more. It's, it's still a constant battle for me even yes. today, but you know, I always have to be mindful of it. And the hard part for me is, uh, for on the stress front is you kind of have to give it some time before you see the results. It's not necessarily an overnight thing. That's correct. If you dug a deep hole, it takes time to fill it in. And you know, it's, um, it's interesting because we would constantly talk about how you're doing and I know you were struggling and we, we backed up a little bit after the meet. We had to do some things to get your core functioning a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's uh, you, you know when you're moving around bigger weights and things like that. Uh, you know, that kind of core function is is very very important. And then we kind of um, you know I remember us talking, and you know you had been doing carb night and you you'd seen some decent results, correct? Yeah, I started doing carb night and. I had some results at the beginning, but, you know, it was really um, kind of slow. And But, I, you know, I thought I got to stick with it and give it some time. Mm-hmm. And it was frustrating at first. It wasn't like, you know, the uh, weight came, came off overnight. Uh, but I'd say it took maybe three to four months before I started seeing some results with Carb Night. Sure. And, and then we, uh, I suggested, too, that you see, or you, you consult with AJ, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that uh, coaches need to be aware of, whether it's with people that tweak things or, you know, we've got a PT here at the gym for people that need extra attention. Uh, you know, I've got resources, nutritionists and things like that, and, and naturopaths and, and MDs that I refer people to. And, 
you know, they've got things under the hood that are beyond the scope of, you know, because if most people, you know, pull out most of the refined carbs and they work on stress reduction and they, they get things going in the right direction, um, you know, most people improve. But there's got, you've got people like we had a, a, a gentleman here that had iron overload and he was trying to, you know, lose body fat. And that was a huge, you know, he found, he went and got some blood work and we found out he had iron overload. I mean, we've had people with no gallbladder, they're trying to lose weight and, you know, they needed to get on some sort of uh, digestive support to help them digest food. So you never really know what's going on under the hood. And I really, you know, I thought that, you know, somebody like AJ had experience working with people like this could help. And why don't you talk about your experience with AJ and the kind of tweaks that she did uh, to help you even accelerate your uh, your improvement? Because you've lost in the last, what, uh, eight, what, eight months? You've lost 50 pounds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've lost yeah. about 50 pounds, so. Yeah. So why don't you talk about your experience with AJ and uh, how she helped you kind of really get over the hump and really get things rolling? Yeah, she she was really helpful. Um, you know, she looked at my, she gathered some, you know, gathered data information for me, looked at what I'd been eating through the week and then also my carb nights and then made some suggestions for um, some different macro switches I could do and some targets for me to try to hit as far as like protein and fat on the, the low carb days and gave me some structure for the carb night because I really, I, I felt like I didn't know um, what to eat on carb night to, you know, get the best results. Um, and then I, I was also kind of confused because for a long time I had eaten, you know, your, it's like eating less, you know, 1200, 1400 calories. And then I hear, you know, from you and others, like you need to be eating more, but I didn't know like, what does more mean and how much more, but you know, you still have to eat a little less if you're, if you're trying to lose. So she really helped, um, get the macros in line for me to get things going. What kind of, uh, what kind of macro changes did you make? And obviously this isn't universal for everybody, but what what kind of things that what kind of tweaks did you make in those macros that uh, that helped you out? Um, one thing that helped me out was uh, on the on car, the actual carb night, uh, which I usually do mine on Saturdays. She helped me kind of. She gave me a range of this is kind of where I want to be with the carbs on that day, and and made some suggestions for what kind of sources would probably you know help me not feel so sluggish the next day after carb night. And then I was doing pretty good on the ultra low carb days, um, but she kind of gave me a range there with calories to help so that I was in a somewhat of a deficit. That way, you know, I could lose some pounds. Yeah. And then also on our front, you know, um, if you're training, you know, twice a week with weights and you're walking, you know, you can survive eating a little bit less calories. But if you're trying to do five to six days a week of intense training, you know, that's, you know, when somebody comes to me and they're training five or six days a week and they're eating 1400 calories a day, that's like, you got to eat more because you got to, you know, got to drive performance. But, you know, when you've got metabolic damage, you know, you've got to back things off and let things heal and, and, and let the body recover. And, you know, kind of with the backing off after the powerlifting meet, I think we were able to really dial things back and kind of play with things. And over the last, you know, eight months, we've slowly ramped things up and you've actually been able to recover from your training and you're actually getting better results. So, you know, coaches out there, you know, you're going to have to experiment and tinker with things 
um, you know, as Carla's gotten more serious about reducing her stress and as she's gotten her, 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 her diet dialed in, um, you know, I've had to adjust training and there was a couple months there where we just basically got in here and just had you move around a little bit and, right. uh, and had you do some, some things that you had some issues with pelvic, you know, your pelvic control that we need to get dialed in. We got that dialed in and then we slowly started integrating some strength training back into it. And uh, that's really when you started seeing really, really dramatic results. Exactly. And, I mean, this was all on, you know, two days. I work with you two days a week uh, for about, what would you say, 45 minutes to an hour or so. And Yeah, and we don't ever, and I, we don't ever crush you. You work right. hard, and as you've gotten better and as your body has, has managed, been able to manage the stress, we've upped the ante and, and then we, we back off certain days and then, you know, depending on how you're feeling or what you got going on at work and that sort of thing. Are you, are you trying to be more active daily too, since you sit all day? Yeah. I mean, I do uh, try to get up and walk around at work and then have a standing desk that can be converted from sitting to standing. So I do try to do some things like that during the day. Awesome. Now, what would be your advice to people that are struggling with, you know, they just can't seem to get, no matter how hard they work, they can't seem to get, you know, get the results they want. They're stuck in this hole. Uh, you know, what, what kind of advice would you give to someone with PCOS or Hashimoto's or some of these other things that are, that are basically, you know, they're exhausted, they're tired, uh, you know, they're not seeing the results they, they want? I mean, I know one thing that's helped me is, you know, just searching for, you know, you and searching for AJ because, you know, I did a lot of searching and asking, you know, people and doctors, hey, you know, I, I feel bad, I'm exhausted, it, you know, this can't be normal, and I kept getting told that it was normal, and but I, I you know, I still kept searching. I was, you know, I just thought this cannot be normal to feel this way, you know, to be this age and to feel this way, and so I just. You know, I didn't know exactly what I needed to do, but others like you and AJ out there were able to kind of guide me and get me on the right path. Yeah, and I think patience, too. I think you're one of the most patient people that I've ever dealt with, and I know you were frustrated at times, but you, you stuck with the plan and you kept with it, and uh, and now you're paying, uh, now you're, you're, you're reaping the rewards. Um, what... Uh, What's your status now as far as medication, as far as side effects, as far as how you're feeling? Um, at right now, I don't take any medication. I do take supplements, you know, vitamins and stuff like that. But no medication at this time, no birth control. I manage my PCOS with my lifestyle and my diet, exercise. And my cycle is normalized. It's pretty, uh, I mean, it's down to maybe 28, 30 days in between. And that's you know, really kind of a miracle for me because not where it started out. That's awesome because, you know, if this doesn't, if this doesn't get go unchecked, you're looking at diabetes, heart disease, the whole, the whole gamut. So getting this under control uh, in a way that's sustainable. And, and what would you say to people that say carb night isn't, isn't sustainable? I, don't, I mean, it, it's, feels really sustainable to me it's really easy even during the week you know if you want if you need to go out with friends or you want to go out with your family to eat uh, pretty much any restaurant i can find something to eat you know salad protein and fat mm -hmm. um, so it's been easy uh from that regard it's easy for you know i fix dinner every night 
Um, it's easy for me to fix stuff that uh, my husband eats. He eats the same thing I eat. He's not on carb night, but, you know, as far as dinners, it's pretty easy. Everybody likes uh, protein and fat. Yeah, everybody loves bacon and shrimp and crab legs and yeah. you know, I always when I talk bacon. when I talk to people about diet, you know, I'm just like you can eat bacon and eggs and crab legs and steak and chicken and everywhere has salmon and broccoli and you know, bacon and eggs and all these sort of things and then you know, mm -hmm. you can add carbs uh you know, on the nights you train. It, it's really not that complicated. It has to be dialed in for somebody like you with you know, uh, with, with metabolic, uh, damage, but, um, but it, it's really people, I don't think realize how easy it really is. They, they, they try to overcomplicate things and, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're able to, uh, to share that with people. And, and I think that's a, I think that's a big help for people to understand that, you know, if you're just looking to be healthy, you know, you don't have to train like a professional athlete. You don't have to do a powerlifting meet. You you can come in and do some real basic strength training and challenge yourself and get your rest and eat. And then you've got all this other free time that you can enjoy your life and you don't have to feel miserable because there's a lot of people out there that are just running themselves into the ground in the name of health. And it, it couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth. Mm -hmm. And you still feel miserable after all that. Yeah, it's just, it's like, what well, I don't understand. It's just, you know, let's continue to bang the head against the wall, uh, you know, and all you need to do is open the door and walk through. And, and for coaches out there, you know, don't be afraid to refer out, you know, refer out when you've got pain, you've got, uh, you've got uh, people that have, you know, they're not getting the results that, that they should be getting, you know, refer them out to somebody, get some, get some work done, get some, uh, some blood work. It's really easy to get blood work. Now you don't even have to go to a doctor. You can get, you can go online and get blood work through life extension. You know, there's, there's all sorts of experts online that you can contact and work through via Skype. Um, you know, there's all sorts of great information out there on this stuff. And, uh, you know, you don't have to settle for feeling like crap for the rest of your life. So, Carla, I, I really uh, thank you for coming on and, and sharing uh, this with us because, you know, I think there's hundreds of thousands of women out there in particular that they really need to hear that, you know, it's work. You know, once you're in a hole, it's work to dig out. And sometimes the worst, the best thing you can do is just quit digging, you know. Uh -huh. And that it takes time to get things dialed in and it's okay to back things off and to kind of figure out what's going on and, and uh, take time to heal and get yourself healthy. So I really appreciate you, uh, you coming on today. Thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. And uh, that concludes our first, uh, our first show. Um, if you want to learn more about, about me or my gym, you can go to Jim Laird. Uh, .com, G -Y -M .com. You can also contact us if you have any questions or if you have any topics that you'd like me to cover. Uh, that's the cool thing, like I said at the beginning of the show, as a business owner, this show can go anywhere. We can talk about business, managing employees, starting a gym. I've worked as an independent contractor. I worked at the Division One level. Um, you know, I'm, I work with everything from kids to professional athletes. My oldest client's almost 90. I've got, we've got people in the gym now with, with Parkinson's. We've got, you know, people that have had parts of their brain removed from cancer that we're trying to help get them moving better. Uh, you know, it's, I've seen the whole gamut of things. So this is a really awesome platform to get this information out there to make people think. And, you know, I, uh, I, that's my number one 
goal is to get people to think for themselves and be like, oh, that makes sense, and maybe maybe I should try this, or no, that, that dude, he's completely nuts. Uh, but at least getting stuff out there so people can, can think about this stuff and not just hit things with a bigger hammer. So that's it for today. Thanks, Carla, and I'll see you this week. Thank you. been listening to the jim laird show with your host jim laird if you'd like to hear more log on to body.io don't miss the next episode of the jim laird show when he'll probably say something inappropriate but unexpectedly insightful (laughs) 